At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Monday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. Kelly, good morning. What a world. What a country. Does it get any better than this past weekend? That was some fantastic sports watching this weekend. I, I, I'm not asking it rhetorically. Is there anything better than that Thursday to Sunday stretch? Anything. I don't want to be prisoner of the moment because we have football, right? But come on. And here's the thing. It doesn't even have to be good, right? The quality of yeah. play doesn't even have to be good. It's like a sideshow. That, ah, it's good. I don't know, would you take this over wild card, super wild card weekend in the NFL now with three days? <sighs> I think I might. Just because there's there's betting, there's live betting, there's brackets, there's Survivor, which we'll get to. There's all kinds of things. I don't know. Maybe you're right. But let's just say this. It's right up there with football at the very yep. least, if not better. Uh, we have so much to talk about with March Madness. It's one of these shows you, you go for four hours today. Uh, we'll try to squeeze in some NBA because obviously uh, MVP is fascinating. We'll squeeze in some Miami Open uh, tennis futures, but really it's college basketball all day today. Wes Reynolds will join us to discuss uh, March Madness and specifically the Sweet 16 coming up, as will our own Tim Murray here at VEASAN uh, to do the same as we head into the uh, Sweet 16 on Thursday. But we got, we got to talk about it. We'll, we'll update the championship formula because that the championship formula is ho-hum this year. It has got it so locked in. Uh, we'll update that as well. Whole bunch you get to, but let's just let's. I mean, where do you start? You probably start with last night. Let's start there. And for those of you know in the country who were asleep already, and I'm sort of sad for them that they didn't get to see this live. Maybe I'm not sad for the people if they were going to be on the wrong side of this betting wise. But Gonzaga yesterday and TCU, there are always bad beats. You know, SBP has a cottage industry about bad beats on a weekly basis. He does a great job with it. We certainly talk about bad beats on this network. But then there was what happened last night, which I would argue was a multi-layered tour de force of a bad beat. Gonzaga does not cover the four-and-a-half-point closing number against TCU. Folks had this anywhere between four and five-and-a-half, I guess, on Gonzaga pre-flop. Four-and-a-half is where most had it settled in. Gonzaga ends up winning at 84-81, but not without unbelievable drama at the end of this game. 15.6 seconds left, Kelly. Gonzaga's up seven with the ball after a review, with the ball underneath their own basket. 
So you know the fouls are coming. They're going to get it up to eight or nine. And we're going to go through this. And you know Gonzaga is going to easily cover the four and a half, right? Well, a very casual inbounds pass right in the middle of the court gets picked off. TCU fouled. Two free throws made. Too much of that in general. Just by the way, real casual quick, inbounds like, passes. No, like they, these passes in crucial moments that are like easily stolen, and they're like, what? Are, what are you doing these, out there? These kid? college kids don't like the pressure so much. So it's stolen, foul, two free throws. Zags are still up five, thirteen point seven seconds left. Oh, but that was interesting. That certainly took it from uh, easy peasy to uh, interesting at least. But here's the thing: Gonzaga breakaway jam down the court. Order is restored up seven with 8.4 seconds left. Remember the spread is four and a half. TCU quickly down court. Takes them five seconds. Three-pointer. Good. With 3.4 seconds left, we're down to four again. Eh, But, you know, here's the thing that happens after this. If you're a Gonzaga backer, you're like, please, please, please foul us. In those last 3.4 seconds, if you're a TCU backer, you're like, oh, for God's sakes, let this last 3.4 seconds run out the clock. And it almost does. Gonzaga plays keep away, but not for the full 3.4. With 0.7 seconds left in the game, Gonzaga is fouled. And if you're a Gonzaga backer, you are so pumped. And if you are a TCU backer, you're like, you are stealing this miracle cover away from us. Good God. And with 0.7 seconds left, Gonzaga hits both free throws. They're up six. What are the chances? What are the chances? Because it's going to have to be like a (laughs) 50-footer, right? A 60-footer, a 70-footer. No. The circumstances that take place here are so, like, the things that that had to happen for this to work out for TCU backers. It's a perfect roll of the basketball down the middle of the court. How many times have you seen these kids casually do it on an angle where it won't go down the middle, yep. right? It'll just, oh, I'm going to have to pick it up before it hits the sidelines 10 min, you know, ten feet away from the baseline. No, perfectly down the middle of the court. Dude on the court. Sorry for the names here. I'll get, I'll get better. <laughs> I'll get better. I was just so excited. I, I for really those of us who had TCU, it was unbelievable. Let's the ball roll. Let's the ball roll down court. Till it's two-thirds of the way down the court. Yeah, there's no reason to pick it up until you start getting pressured. And with 0.7 seconds left, scoops it, fires, splash, Zags only win by three. One of the more remarkable covers of all time. Here it is live. Circle reaction. The circle reaction. Ben Fox tweeted that out. Oh my God! This has been awesome having all the cameras and audio going in both the uh, both Circa and South Point over the weekend. But it was funny because when I first went to look at this video, Gil, I was like, "Oh, I'm like, I don't think this video is going to be that great. There's not that many people like there. It's not jammed like it normally is. Well, because it's already everybody. late. Yeah, it's sort of late. late. Yeah, but yeah. everybody erupts that's there. Oh my goodness! By the way, Hunter Salas hits the uh, three for. Uh, no, no, no. Pardon me. Uh, he hit the two free throws, and then Damian Ball hits the three-pointer for TCU. It's just unbelievable. So that capped off four days of just awesome basketball. And by awesome, I mean to the good and to the bad. Can we talk about Purdue? Because this really, in terms of historically, was the biggest thing that happened this weekend. Purdue, the second number one seed, obviously UMBC beating Virginia. Virginia as a number one seed, um, back in 2018, 
And it was the same night. It was a Friday night, right? It was the second night of the first round when UMBC beat Virginia by 20 as a 16 seed. Remember, there was no drama in that game. UMBC, the retrievers of Maryland-Baltimore County, beat UVA, the, the Who's, by 20 that night. And so then we get to this year, and it's Purdue as a number one seed, who most people thought was a vulnerable number one seed to begin with. Most people didn't have them getting to the Final Four. But even on the Megapod, and by the way, shout out to Will Hill, who has FAU in the Final Four, and Todd Wishnev, who has Michigan State in the Final Four, had them both on the Megapod, both looking good so far. But even on the Megapod, we're like, okay, well, we'll advance Purdue at least to the second round. We'll see if FAU or Memphis can beat them. Nope. They lose. They lose to Fairleigh Dickinson. And although it wasn't uh, nearly as big of a blowout as the UMBC-Virginia game, it kind of wasn't with that much drama, I guess, at the end either. But here's the egregious part. And Matt Painter of Purdue, I can't imagine they got out of the building. From 6 minutes and 41 seconds, from the 6 minute 41 second mark to the 55 second mark. So we're almost talking about six full minutes of basketball down the stretch. Purdue did not attempt one single two-point field goal shot while in the double bonus with seven foot four inch Zach Eady, the presumptive player of the year, against the smallest team in the country, which got in the tournament on a technicality, remember, because Merrimack was ineligible because of the nonsense NCAA rules about transferring up. Wait, were they the smallest team Matt in the country? Painter, yes. Or in the tournament? Country. Holy hell. I just thought it was in the tournament. <laughs> I don't, now, people could say, oh, well, they, they played him great. They, you know, they, they buckled down on Edie. That, you can't go six minutes no. without one two-point no. shot. No. Sorry. And that, it's, it's coaching. That is, that is it's un- all coaching. That is unacceptable game plan. I mean, there was, there was one play where I was like, oh, Edie threw it out. He might have, he should have gone. But you can't go six no. minutes. It's incredible, and Purdue it's, loses. And even like, I won't even put that all on Edie, right? That, that's your Purdue versus a, an extremely small school. You have athletes that should be able to attack the rim and try to pick up fouls. Like, there's – Now, that said, Fairleigh Dickinson almost uh, – I mean, they gave Florida Atlantic a big scare yesterday. <laughs> so, I what, mean, there was a point during yeah. that game yesterday I was like, uh, this Purdue thing doesn't seem as bad anymore. Uh, one kid that got a stud, but that, well, we'll talk about an incredible, incredibly boring first half, and then the second half of that great game was great. FAU, FAU. I would say that in terms of like impressive performances in second halves, tip of the cap to both Florida Atlantic and yeah. Houston. Florida Atlantic, since we're on that subject, fifteen and a half point favorites. They lead the game nine to nothing. They're up eleven. They settle into a seven point lead at the half against Fairleigh Dickinson, a sixteen seed. They're favored by sixteen, right? Fifteen and a half or sixteen. They should roll them, but it's sort of an uncomfortable seven at the half. You're like, well, they really didn't put them away. And then the second half starts, and Fairleigh Dickinson immediately takes the lead. Immediately takes the lead and lead by five with under twelve minutes left. Mm-hmm. The crowd is going crazy. FAU's this monster favorite. The crowd is against you. And they buckled down. They were phenomenal in the second half of that game in overcoming all of that to advance to the Sweet 16 and finally slay the 16-seed Fairleigh Dickinson team. And then the other one was Houston. Houston, who comes in again, number one seed. They had the injury to Sasser. They had the injury to, to Shed going into this game. They were down 10 to Bruce Pearl's Auburn Tigers at the half 
And you're like, is this going to be the third number one seed to go down in this tournament? Purdue and Kansas being the other two. Is this really going to happen? They outscore Auburn 50-23 to in the second half of that game. That's a very monster second-half performance as well. I even uh, recalled at one point, and this is going to go back a ways, but 1984, the national semis, Georgetown, this is in a day without the shot clock, right? So the scores are a little bastardized. But Georgetown held Kentucky to 11 points in the second half of the national semi before Georgetown went on to beat Spice Lama Jam in the finals. But it kind of reminded you of that at one mm-hmm. point where you're like, oh my God, this is destruction. So shout out to FAU in Houston uh, to get to the Sweet 16. So much to talk about. We'll talk about first to 15s, uh, the oh, formula. Yes. We got too much to talk about here. March Madness, nothing like it. Numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. won't take you but a few seconds. Then you stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. That won't take you but a few minutes. And then, bam, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call one 800 522-4700. Kelly, you never know what will uh, take off on Twitter. That that Purdue tweet that I had about 641 to 55 seconds mm-hmm. left and all those little circumstances. 750 retweets and nearly 4,000 likes. Well, why? Damn. Why does why does things why do certain things go viral and others don't? I don't know. It's very odd. It's it, it, it usually I mean, thank is, you. Thank uh, you. Don't I'm, I'm not saying I'm ungrateful for it, but it's just fascinating how one does that. Usually when it happens, I feel like it's one or two, you know, it's a couple bigger people on Twitter that pick it up and retweet it. You know what I mean? Maybe that's it. Yeah. We get tweets at beating the book. Toby, Toby S7812. This speaks for a lot of people this weekend. He says, I've beaten the book, pun intended, in college basketball from Maui Invitational through conference tourneys. 
laying points, taking points, underdogs, parlaying favorites, totals, live betting, etc. After the first two rounds of the tournament, I am almost back to even. Oof. <laughs> I, I don't mean to. I, I, I will say this. For people who have been successful live betting, I will speak to that. Live betting ain't the same during the tournament. Not this tournament. Because nobody is scoring the basketball. Yeah. And so it is just a, it is a, it has been a different animal by and large. Toby, I feel for you, man. But, thank, I, I but, but Toby, thank you for the honesty. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, I mean, I guess it's interesting because I don't know, I don't know how much of a college basketball better Toby is, right? Yeah. I, I think the, the, the first takeaway from that to me is well, how much are you betting during the tournament? And I don't know if you should be betting way more in the tournament than you are during the regular season if you're a pretty big college well, basketball Well, that's, that's for sure. If he's doing that, that's not the way to but do it. But I don't, yeah. you know, maybe maybe he's betting way less during that. There, there's so many of these responding. I think Gonzaga tweet that I, that I can't even get to him, but I'll just read some stuff. This is John Fitzgibbons. Somewhere Chris Duhon is thinking about the buzzer beater against UConn and nodding with great satisfaction. We bet on this stuff. He's talking about, John is, a national semifinal Duke against UConn. This is the uh, this is the Omeka Okafor days, where Chris Duhon. I think Duke was down five. The game was in the final seconds, and he casually hoists up like almost a half quarter that goes in and affects the spread. But John, I would argue that the difference is that this now t- millions of dollars changed hands that day as well, and it was sort of in the uh, you know in the pre pre-PASPA being struck down as unconstitutional days, it was like a big deal to talk about this. I would argue there were like two bad beats, if not more, in just this one ending yesterday. Like, <laughs> yeah. literally, you were cre- you went from, you know, elated to crestfallen to elated again if you were a TCU backer. The uh, Tim Murray coming up next did hit a uh, pretty pretty ridiculous middle <laughs> on that game last right. night. It, cl- to it about. TCU covering that closed a 16 16- parlay for me that cashed big Oof. five or six okay. a tennis college basketball one like it was insane by the way tim lost in the better life uh selling some uh one of those idiots who believes in analytics t-shirt still if you're looking for that with uh proceeds going to a charity supported by my father so nice of him to do that oh, i appreciate awesome. that uh this is oh people and people just sending in like so here's cash money calls he had a 700 dollars parlay that lost because of that he says i almost felt sick I, it was brutal on, on the other side. Matthew Mayberry, I got three and a half live. I thought that was a good number. Apparently not. Getting uh, he, he was laying uh, laying three and a half on Gonzaga. Oh, Kevin Ryan, this is great. After watching four straight days of bracket ball, the only certainty is if I've got COVID, I'm getting Paxlovid. <laughs> you see how many times they ran that commercial? <laughs> it's phenomenal. Appreciate it from everybody uh, with the, with all the tweets. We could go on. Yeah, uh, I, I watch golf, so uh, the, I don't think there's anybody anybody in the United States that catches more pharmaceutical drug commercials than uh, <laughs> the people who watch golf every week. I told you, I was like, it, it's amazing. I, we were coming. Todd and I were coming out of tennis, and it was overcast. I'm go, oh wow, look at the sky, and he goes, sky Rizzy. Okay, that was the one I was gonna bring up. There's like that <laughs> song is stuck in my head. I can tell you the name of the drug. Immediately. I can sing the for you i have no idea what the drug does i'm like did you just mention a pharmaceutical um i have no idea what it does all right a few things because there's so much to get to with this so when i mentioned the first to 15s so everybody talks about first to 15s now we've been talking about it for years kelly and because it's a shout out to my buddy jay rude who used to be the vice president of race and sports at mgm and jay rude was the first person to put these up first to 15s and i talked about last week how 
they messed around with it. They went first to 20s, but usually the favorites manifest at 20s. Then they went to 10. They tried that, but like the book realized they were going to get crushed a little bit on that because 10 is not a big enough sample size. So 15 is the real sweet spot. Mm. And for years, I've been betting these at sports books and talking about how at 15, it's the biggest roar in the sports book because usually everybody's betting the dog to 15. And then once they get to 15, everybody switches their allegiance because the public's betting the favorite. <laughs> yeah. So it's the funniest thing in the world. Literally, like I remember Notre Dame. Remember the year that Kentucky went to the finals with Julius Randle? I think that was the year where Notre Dame played them. I had a first to 15 on Notre Dame that hit. And I remember it was like plus 190. And my boys in D.C., they were like, oh, my God, this is incredible. Because it's like hitting the Astro- It was like hitting the Tigers on a Wednesday night in July against the Yankees kind of bet. That, that kind of number. So... It happened time and time again. Shout out to Grand Canyon against Gonzaga in the first round. Grand Canyon got to 15 first. They didn't get to 10 first, but they got to 15 first. That cashed at plus 250. So good on them. And then Fairleigh Dickinson and Purdue. Fairleigh Dickinson, I think they got to 10 and 15. The 15 cashed at plus 425. Is that right? Good on people. I, I for heard around that. that number. That's fantastic. The, uh, I got two quick uh, notes on that. Sitting up here for four hours on Saturday with JVT, us doing live bet Saturday. Yeah, we, you and I, we did primetime action for all those years. We've heard, we know we can hear the roar through our soundproofing something glass that something ha- big happens. Right, we're sitting there for four hours through multiple endings of games with gambling implications that don't distract us at all. Yet every game. <laughs> As soon as someone hits 15, yeah. that place roars and, like, distracts me like I got to turn around. And like you said, if you can hear the crowd through this wall, that means it's a that, that means it's a roar. My second point real quick, uh, they're fun bets. I'm, I don't think I'm doing them ever again because as an NBA better, they, uh, I think it happened to me three times this weekend where I had my team sitting on, like, 13 or 14, and they had, like, an eight-point lead. <laughs> and then I'm, like, yelling at college kids, missing layups and, yeah. like, you know, having ba- taking bad fouls and stuff like that. Feels like there's a cover over the basket. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Uh, just a couple other pet peeves. I know we got to get to the formula. We're going to get to Tim Murray here momentarily with thoughts. We'll get to everything, I promise. But just while well, I have it on in my mind. So, okay, you know how I hate when a, when a team up three doesn't foul the opponent? Yeah. So that's the tried and true annoyance. There's a cousin to that that I've developed an annoyance for as well. And announcers love, love this. When a team is down three with like, I don't know, 20, 25 seconds left, the announcers love to go into the mode of, you know what? Don't worry about a three here. Get a quick two. Get a quick two. If it's easy, get a quick two. They love it. Gotta score quick. Gotta score quick. They love it as much as they love it as much as a baseball team that gets an out by advancing a runner from first to second. You know, oh, that's a what a great baseball play that is. So, like, this is getting horrible. Kansas against Arkansas. Kansas is down three, 20 seconds left. And sure enough, they they go for two, but like they take forever to do it. It goes to eight seconds. So great. After Ricky Council hits two free throws, Arkansas up three. Jalen Wilson's fouled under the basket with eight seconds left. So what if he hits the two free throws with only eight seconds left, which he does? And then, you know, Ricky Council gets fouled again with seven seconds left. He hits two more free throws. And then Arkansas correctly fouls Kansas. Anthony Black uh, fouls him with three seconds left, fouls Jalen Wilson. He hits two free throws, but the game's over. Yeah. That's it. 
I, I the one I'll do a slight variation of hey, that you got, one. You got to get the quick too, Kelly. It's just <laughs> such a great play. <laughs> Not if you take forever. Not if you take forever, right? No. The the one the the other variation of that that I'll, I'll bring up because it, it applies both to college and NBA. It's it, the announcers are right when they say this, but it's always the you know the team that's in front and they're trying to run the clock a bit. It'd be like, okay, you want to run the clock here, but you got to make sure you get a good shot. Those teams never get a good shot. Never. I don't care if it's the NBA, <laughs> college basketball, ever. Never. It's three seconds left on the shot clock, and someone's, and someone's chucking up a hero three. It's so bad in college basketball. Oh, you milk the clock. <laughs> yeah, not if you suck at the end of this and you get the worst goal. I'll tell you what else is driving me crazy also. By the like, way, I'd rather have a bucket, Gil, who than was, just burning 35 seconds. Who was the, the announcer yesterday that every time like two buckets was scored in a row in the FA, I think it was the FAU, FDU game where he's like, oh, you got to call a timeout. <laughs> every time. Uh, the other thing is, for those of us who, who live bet, I should wait for after the break for this. Yeah, but we got like, a bunch more to get. We, there's so much to get yeah. to. We got the championship formula. I, we, could, we could do four hours today. I'm serious. I do have another pet peeve. Something else that's driving me crazy. This is live bettors will appreciate this from yesterday. No, not from yesterday. From the day before. Like one of the more egregious things ever. We'll do that. Tim Murray will join us. Championship formula, which is down to six. But man, is it locked in this year. Especially with who it eliminated. Which we, who, who never got mentioned in the formula. And they're all bounced. It's a numbers game at VEASAN. March Madness. The Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness for only $19. Picks from VSIN hosts, analysts, and guests like Tim Murray, who's coming up right now. Tim Murray, that is. And Wes Reynolds a little later on. Plus, exclusive betting splits. Our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Go to VSIN.com slash subscribe and get this special March offer for just $19. We get tweets at beating the book. Gilly Ice Butchers, my nickname. That's the uh, handle. Enough talk about all this NCAA tournament, Gil. And talk about what everyone wants to know. What happened to our girl, Iga? Well, in case you missed it, Iga lost in the semis at uh, Indian Wells. But she put out a tweet afterward. She said, tough one tonight. I gave it all, but Elena was a better player. Unfortunately, I'm feeling discomfort and pain in my ribs. And it was challenging for me to compete at my highest level. I'll consult with my team. And I'll definitely use these next two days to recover, or next days rather to recover. See you soon. That's the thing in tennis, Kelly. There are no injury reports because it's an individual sport. You don't want to give your opponent an advantage. So that is the one downside of betting tennis where it's like if there is an injury, and we have no reason not to believe it, right? If there is an injury, you sometimes don't you don't know about yeah. it. If we had seen the velocity on her forehand from the early matches to the later matches, we might have been able to detect it. But, yeah. you know, the madness and That's everything. The same thing with golf, right? Like, yeah. you don't know that unless it's something you know someone's carrying over from the tournament the week before. Yeah. You have no idea how they're feeling. Well, Carlito's got it home for us. We'll talk tennis later. Uh, Sports Pick Magic with you on the quick two thing. And that's the time to run your best possible play for three since if you get the ball back again down three, they will foul you and not let you shoot a three in many cases. Too many teams wait and get fouled or throw up garbage with clock running down. Absolutely. Mike Rouse, I blindly bet every first of 15 on Friday. Results were basically 500, but I ended up winning money due to FDU, Northern Arizona, Grand Canyon, hitting at plus 200 or higher on each. And Dukes, the FAU-FDU analyst you're talking about, Gil, was the awful bridge coach between Raleigh Massimino and Jay Wright, now terrible announcer, Steve Lapis. Guy needed to go away 25 years ago. And then Big Kahuna. This is going to sound terrible, but when these bad beats happen, uh, like in the Gonzaga game, and you don't have action on the game, you're just smiling and shaking your head after Saturday's debacle of fouling three-point shooters. It was nice not to be involved. Um, 
Oh, hell yes. Got to do one more pet peeve before we get to Tim real quick, because I just got to get this out. So the other one is those of us who are live betting. You know, if you have an over in a game, excuse me, if you have an under in a live bet, and they do the whole college basketball foul, oh, well, we still want a foul because we still have a shot at this game. Okay, we get it. That's part of college basketball. Did you see Mizzou? Mizzou and their egregious fouling the other day against yep. Princeton? Dennis Gates, what are you doing? You're down 18 with 329 left, you foul. Okay. You're down 18. All right. You're down 18 with 238 left, you foul. Uh, okay. You're down 16 with 211 left. You foul. Seriously? Are you still doing this? You're down 14 with 119 left. Foul. What are you doing? I have, a, I have an under, 141 and a half. Will you stop? Down 14 with 45 seconds left. Foul. What? Down 14 with 32 seconds left. Foul. The crowd is booing you. Down 14 with 26 seconds left. Foul. Stop. Barely got home. I've never been more angry after an in-game win. Like Frozen, man. Just let it go. Just let it go. You're done. Is that a Frozen (laughs) Tim Murray joins us, everybody, to talk college hoops with us. How you doing, Tim? Uh, Wild weekend, Gil. Uh, The the roller coaster from Friday just being an absolute uh, disaster when I had Drake and that meltdown. I did, too. I did, too. And then Memphis, I don't I know what too. Kendrick Davis was doing there. Oh. And then Tennessee was such a wonderful win, Arkansas. And then it ended up with, uh, and I texted Kelly this, you know, you're, you guys are more of the experts on the in-game side, but I'm watching Gonzaga and TCU, and I'm watching that first half, and obviously TCU has a lead. And I was pre-flop TCU plus four and a half, and I said, you know what? I think this game's going to go Gonzaga's way. So I took Gonzaga minus six in the second half, which was minus one for the full game. Oh, man. And somehow, some way, Gil, with that <laughs> beautiful, wonderful three-pointer at the buzzer, I cashed the most miraculous, lucky middle ever. So uh, I'm doing all right today. That is a beautiful thing. Tim Murray, by the way, the host of Vston Primetime. Let's point that out. At one, the number one Tim Murray on Twitter. Uh, you also had a really good handicap. Let's give you a shout on this on the on the Duke game, right? On the Tennessee Duke game. Yeah, and and it's it's not overcomplicated. I mean, it's it's what have you done for me lately, right? And you know, I tweeted this out late Thursday night, and it just kind of was this perfect storm of Duke on the surface blew out Oral Roberts, but if you look at some of the metrics, it was much closer than what what the score indicated that twenty three point win. And then you even think a step further back, right, Gil, where everybody was in love with Duke. The East region seemed wide open, which ultimately it is. Um, And then you've got Tennessee. Nobody wants to back Rick Barnes, rightfully so, in the NCAA tournament. Two and 14 ATS in his last 16 games after, you know, blowing the cover and almost losing outright to Louisiana Lafayette. And I just tweeted out on Thursday night, sitting there, I'm like, I'm going to have to bet Tennessee because everybody in the world is going to be on Duke. This is going to be an overinflated line. And, you know, you know, uh, so many resources out there, Gil, that we talk about. And Ken Palm is, is one that is utilized a lot by not just people at Beeson, but all over. And the Ken Palm line on this game was Tennessee minus three. And the market was Duke minus three and a half. So, you know, yeah. you kind of have to weigh all of it. And, you know, as, as I'm sure you've talked about and we talk about, too, the NCAA tournament, you know, might be the most reactionary betting spot of the entire calendar because it's so quick, right? 
You see what happens on Thursday or Friday, and then you want to either fade or follow that team the following day. And it's just, you know, when you overreact, like many did to the Duke-Tennessee results in the first round, this is what happens more often than not. And, you know, we, we saw a couple of these, you know, spots where the public kind of races one way and the other side comes home. Yeah, Tennessee brought them into the mud, as they said after that game. And yep. you're so right. And also your fortunes, right? Like, I had Drake. I had Memphis. Um, and I'm just like, by Friday night, I'm just like, oh, this is awful. And then by the end miserable. of the weekend, I'm gloriously happy, which we'll get to the details up here coming up. Um, before we get to the Sweet 16, anything today, <laughs> I say it with a giggle in the CBI, anything at all? Um. The only one I, I'm intrigued by a little bit because they just – so for some reason, keep on covering is uh, is Milwaukee. Uh, but uh, I'll be honest, haven't haven't dove completely into the okay. quarterfinals of the CBI. So uh, mm. no uh, no fires yet from me on uh, on the CBI quarters tonight. All right, let's go to Thursday. <clears throat> Pardon yeah. me, the Sweet Sixteen games in New York and in Vegas, right here. <clears throat> Pardon me, Tennessee five and a half point favorites against FAU. Uh, Michigan State now a two-point favorite against Kansas State. This has shifted from Kansas State being the opening favorite. Then uh, UConn, three-and-a-half-point favorites against Arkansas, and UCLA, one-and-a-half-point favorites against against Gonzaga. Those last two in Vegas, all four of those on Thursday. Any thoughts there? Yeah, I'll go try to go quickly here. Um, I, I do like FAU a little bit here. Um, like I mentioned and like you were, uh, I was on Memphis um, and, and, you know, they didn't really play great yesterday against FDU, didn't get the cover uh, against, uh, you know, New Jersey's new uh, found friend, Fairleigh Dickinson. But, you know, let's go back to Tennessee. What have you done for me lately? They just beat Duke by double digits. Now you're playing Florida Atlantic. You're laying, you know, five and a half, six. You know, there's a Florida Atlantic team that didn't shoot well against FDU. Um, you said, you know, bring them in the mud. Well, when you're catching points with Tennessee, it's a little more palatable now we're laying six so um you know at circa here in in vegas if you're capable grab the six i actually like florida atlantic here uh, a little bit in this spot uh that's the only game i've fired on so far gil uh one that i'm staring at though just because of just the 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 talent that's on the roster and i said this you know on saturday with uh with the lombardi line you know arkansas at the end of the day it's got two lottery picks their their play will sometimes drive you crazy uh, but Arkansas catching three and a half, uh, haven't played it yet, but that is uh, an intriguing look there uh, in the first game here in Vegas on Thursday too. All right. Friday, Midwest and South Kansas city and Louisville are the uh, venues. Houston, seven point favorites against Miami, Texas, four point favorites against Xavier. That's in Kansas city in the Midwest. And then Bama full touchdown favorites, seven point favorites against San Diego state. Uh, wow, full touchdown there. And then Creighton, the full 10-point favorite against Princeton and Louisville on Friday. Eyes right to the San Diego State-Alabama game. Yeah. Uh, I really like the San Diego State team. Actually, you know, in my bracket, I you know, I was trying to be different, so I had San Diego State pulling this upset. Uh, one of my favorite bets of the, the tournament was San Diego State to reach the Sweet 16. I just love that draw for them. And now here we are, and I think, you know, like you said with the Duke and uh, Tennessee game, San Diego State's going to want to ugly this up, slow it down. One of the slowest teams in the country, 263 in tempo, Gil. If they can win the stylistic fight, which is no easy feat, but you look at the total, it's moving towards the under, which to me indicates that we've got a, a, a live dog situation here. And Maryland tried to do it, didn't work out. 
I think everybody's just blindly trusting Alabama moving forward. Understandably so with the talent they have on that roster, but I'm going to look at taking the points here with the Aztecs in this spot. Like you said, catching a full touchdown. An eight-point move to the under on that game, down at 135.5 Alabama-San Diego State. Tim, thank you. Appreciate it as always. The best time of year, man. Tim Murray, Tim Murray, co-host, along with Sean King, VEASAN Primetime, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, right here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Championship formula and survivor update next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account, click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message, inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, you'll both receive a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. How you doing, Kelly? Good. Everyone, go I'm good, man. Heat check on Kelly Bidlin. You all right, yeah. man, back there? All gravy, baby. All gravy. All right. Championship formula time by popular demand. Tried and true through the years. This is like big. We've got a second team in the qualifiers now, huh? It's large. And uh, again, imitation, the sincerest form of flattery. You hear other shows like uh, doing a bastardization of it. Yeah. Invitation. Sincerest form of flatter. We've been doing this for years, decades. Last 32 champs had more assists than turnovers. 31 of the last 32 champs had a head coach with Sweet 16 experience. The only exception, 2014 UConn Huskies and Kevin Ollie. 26 of the last 27 champs went into the tournament with at least three wins versus teams in the top 10% of RPI. That's how long we've been doing this. Only the 2014 UConn Huskies were the exception. Last 27 champs had a top 75 strength of schedule. Remember that number. 19 of the last 20 champs were in the top 20 in adjusted offensive efficiency at Ken Baum. Only the 2014 UConn Huskies. The Shabazz Napier UConn Huskies. 
The exception, number 39 in adjusted offense that year. Big exception. And then 19 of the last 20 champs won the top 20 in adjusted defensive efficiency at Ken Palm. Only the 2021 Baylor Bears at number 22 in adjusted defense. The slight exception to that rule. Here, now as we've done this, this is about the fifth time we've done this this year. It has isolated essentially the same eight teams every single time. Just on the inside, qualifying, just on the outside looking in. Let me, let me start with this, Kelly. Here are the teams that it never mentioned, right? These, these teams never came up in this championship oh, formula. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good thing to run Arizona yeah. never came up. Marquette never came up. St. Mary's never came up. Duke never came up. We could go on, but you get it. It does a great job of eliminating the pretenders. Now, of the eight teams that had come up, and on the on the outside looking in, Gil, those are all teams that would that would be qualifier except for one category, or is it multiple? Well, we'll get to that. Okay, we'll get to that because I want to. We'll be clear about that. But like, of the eight teams that were coming up in this, two have been eliminated in the tournament, right? And they were both on the outside looking in. They weren't they weren't qualified teams. But both Kansas and Purdue are out. Neither of which were really top twenty. Um, Kansas was outside of the top 20 in adjusted offense at Ken Palm. Purdue was outside of the top 20 adjusted defense at Ken Palm. So they're gone. But the six that are isolated now, two are currently qualified teams. Alabama, who's been qualified the whole time, 18th in adjusted offense at Ken Palm, number three in adjusted defense. Just barely enough on the assists over turnovers, though. They just get there. 545 assists this year, 498 turnovers. That's a 1.09 assist-to-turnover ratio, so they just make it on that. And Houston's strength of schedule just creeps in with their win over Auburn. They're 73rd in net rating strength of schedule. Number nine adjusted offense, number four adjusted defense. So Alabama and Houston, the two teams that currently qualify to win it all per the formula. The other four teams on the outside looking in, and to answer your question, Kelly, it's a different reason for for each. In the case of UConn and Texas, they can never qualify because Dan Hurley in the case of UConn and Rodney Terry, the interim coach at Texas, in the case of Texas, neither has ever taken a team to the Sweet 16. Right. So they would fall into the Kevin Ollie category of only Kevin Ollie has beat that before. You you have to have gone to a Sweet 16 before. Yeah, yeah. The only reason I had asked that question is because the, like I, you mentioned a Duke, right? So was it Duke right away? Are they never going to be able to qualify for this because Shire's coaching there now? Yes. The, the, the coaching thing is, again, UConn, so UConn and Texas qualify every other way but that. Right. That's what I wanted to clarify. Right. Okay. Creighton and UCLA are just on the outside looking in because they're barely outside of the top 20 in adjusted offense at mm-hmm. Ken They're both comfortably in on defense. UCLA's number two adjusted defense at Ken Creighton is number 13 adjusted defense at Ken UCLA's 21st in adjusted offense, so they're literally on the doorstep, right? Banana peel, uh, banana peel on the second foot. They are r- almost a qualifier. Creighton's number 24 in adjusted offense. So really... If you throw UConn and Texas out because of the coaching issue, issue by, you know, by definition of this formula, really it's Houston, Bama, UCLA, and Creighton. I have futures on UCLA and Creighton, but not on Houston and Bama. Uh, I'm on Bama. Good for you. That's it. Because now with the things I did, the formula doesn't know about injuries, which, you know, Houston seems to have overcome. Yeah. Seems to have overcome. 
it certainly doesn't know about off-the-court issues that result in murder, right? Yep. And Alabama presses on. So really, it's Houston and Alabama on the inside. It's UCLA and Creighton just on the outside, with UConn and Texas also just being on the outside, but they don't have the coaching history. By the way, if you're wondering about teams like Michigan State and FAU, and by the way, January, February, Izzo, April, those teams are not really on the outside looking in, but they're not like miles away. Michigan State is 38th in adjusted offense, 31st in adjusted defense at Ken Palm. FAU's 30th and 36th, respectively. But in the case of FAU, Dusty May has never taken a team to the Sweet 16, so they'd be disqualified on that as well. So really, it's four teams, if you want to know the truth. Houston and Alabama on the inside, UCLA and Creighton just on the outside. How about Survivor? Oh, no, before we get to Survivor, let's look at the actual odds now based on that formula. Let's look at the actual current odds on winning it all. Because obviously you can still bet this as we head into the Sweet 16 on Thursday. And, well, you'll see some of the familiar names at the top. The formula's been, this has not been a surprising formula year. Bama's plus 350. These are courtesy of BetMGM, proud sponsor of the show. Bama's plus 350. Houston's 4-1. UCLA's plus 750. Texas, with the coaching uh, exception or the coaching uh, problem in the formula, they're 9-1. to UConn as well with the coaching issue per the formula at nine to one and there's Creighton at 10 to one everybody we just mentioned one two three four five six the top six teams odds to win the tournament that formula nailed it this year wow now on the other hand if we get a surprise winner right if Princeton ends up winning national championship or FAU or Michigan State or one of those teams or Arkansas then the formula will have been torpedoed but doesn't look like that's going to happen. Gonzaga might have something to say about that. So does Tennessee. They might have something to say about that as well. K-State, we should mention. What Xavier. do you think, from just the first weekend of action, Yeah. what do you think, let me, uh, let's say I, you had to bet someone from that second column. Had to? Yeah. Who do you think has got the best chance of, the, of these longer shots? I'm going to say San Diego State. I think so, too. At 40 to 1. Just because, you know, Todd Wishnev, let me just say this again about the Megapod. Let's give the Megapod a shout out. The Beating the Book Megapod, our March Madness episode, is our most listened to episode of the year. And that's saying something when it comes to that podcast. And the winner, by the way, of the Circa contest, right? We should give uh, Will Hill a Will shout Hill, out. Will Hill, the big winner. Will Hill, Circa College Hoops Challenge. He, he clinched the contest on FAU's unbelievable win over Memphis. On Friday night, he clinched it. He clinches it with a 27-17-1 record. Congratulations to Will Hill. He came on the Beating the Book podcast, and he's like, FAU is going to the Final Four. Todd Wishnev, who watches more college basketball than any human I know, he said Michigan State's going to the Final Four. And then the other thing that he really pressed on about was he's like, I love, 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 I think he said it four times, San Diego State. And by the way, people who tailed him on like their brackets are first or second money and, and position right now in, in their brackets. Like, I mean, it, that was a great podcast. Those guys were all over it. Parlay was great as well. So much fun talking about this tournament. So anyway, that's where it stands right now. We'll see, you know, anything can happen down the stretch of this, but those, those teams that were isolated in the formula are, th- are all the short shots to win it. Yep. The, uh, I'm going to do a random, random pivot here. Pro tip Please. of the hour of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Be careful where you're betting. Remember a lot of the East Coast shops, if you're looking in, you know, if you're betting in New Jersey, we got a tweet about this, uh, roughly about this. But if you're betting in New Jersey, you can't bet on New Jersey schools. So just keep in mind that every, all these odds shift and change when you're looking at markets inside of New Jersey versus if you go over to Pennsylvania or whatever. It also, that very rule, and we got a tweet about this. Forgive me for for not shouting out who did the tweet, but it, it... it ruined Survivor contest in New Jersey. Yeah, you almost can't, you can't do because it because Fairley Dickinson and Princeton were the big movers in terms of Survivor, and you couldn't—they weren't involved. So it completely ruined those specific contests. So yes, absolutely, got to keep all of that in mind. We'll come back. Survivor update. Um, looking pretty, pretty good. With so much more to go and more. Wes Reynolds as well. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.